We talk now to Clive Dozabandura Matibela, who is uh, our market analyst. Good morning to you, Clive. Hello! Lots of morning to you and Pepe, as well as the listeners of AM Live. Listen, Pepe, I just want to find out from you, really. I'm looking for Manchester United fans, and I can't find them. Ernest Pile is one of them, but he's gone hiding. <laughs> <laughs> just, just check him out at Radio 2000 this afternoon when he opens his mouth. Can I talk about uh, uh, Manchester? <laughs> oh, ouch, that hurts. That yeah, hurts. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. yes, I wish I could have your energy this morning. But most Asian stocks fell as yeah. the losses in Japan equities uh, on a stronger yen offset gains in Chinese shares. Yeah, well, we, we, we were suspecting that after the uh, rally, a little bit of a rally last week, we might see some retreat this week. Uh, it sort of came out, the PPI numbers that were exposed, and a really, really uh, rocky ride that was shown there by these portfolios. If you look at the Asia-Pacific shares that remained lower, specifically in 2016 in Perpetua, they haven't really taken off as much as we would like to see them. We did see a bit of rally at the beginning of March, and since the uh, uh, decline of the commodity prices, including the oil price not being favorable, then we started to see them uh, take a little bit of a nosedive. You mentioned something very important. You talked about the fact that the yen did strengthen a little bit. Uh, what that did then, obviously, it hurt, it hurt the uh, exporting numbers uh, for the Japanese market, and that's why those, those uh, industrial companies, those motor companies, including the likes of Toyota uh, and Daihatsu, why do you call a car Daihatsu? I don't know. Anyway, those, those uh, particular stocks were hard hit uh, earlier after this morning, uh, and people are starting to doubt economics. You know why I think economics is not working? Do you know why? Mm-hmm. Because? Mm-hmm. because they're all looking forward to this. Uh, the first, the first of April this year was the time when they were supposed to actually hike tax uh, sales tax. So economics is not about creating opportunities. It's about curbing the risk of inflation for Japan, and obviously these people were not happy, specifically the retailers. And so that's why, uh, even as we speak right now, those stocks are still taking a little bit of a hit, um, and the topics uh, this morning was down by 0.9%. If you look at the machine uh, companies or the, the orders that came out, that also dropped because people are not buying these machines, these Japanese machines. Um, and that's the problem with the benchmark as well on the MSCI Asia-Pacific side, which is down, unfortunately, by 0.46%. Emerging markets again, and emerging market currencies rose for a third day as speculation uh, oil producers will agree to limit output, pushed up prices for the commodity. Do, do we still have a faith that oil prices will actually go back and break the $100 mark? I don't know, Peter, do you think it will happen? Yeah, eventually. I, I don't think. Not, not, not in our lifetime, my friend. I don't see it happening. They're struggling. And every time they break the $40, uh, 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 $40 mark, you think then maybe we're starting to get to, to, get to the uh, top uh, up, upper half that we've always been used to. But they seem to be bringing, being brought down again. So oil prices, they, they rose last week for the U.S. drillers. Idols by more risk for before the organization and petroleum exporting countries meeting on the 17th. It will be interesting, the outcome of that meeting, because we know OPEC's decision to continue pumping oil despite the fact that it's getting cheaper and cheaper. So when demand returns, obviously some of that lackluster performances might be just uh, 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 returns back into the market. So it might be uh, uh, creating another appetite into the market. But still, will it be enough? 
to justify the prices and justify for the oil company to continue drilling? And that is the question that everybody is asking at the moment. And finally, uh, AMCO accepts Sibanye Gold new wage offer? I'm just happy that there's no strike. Actually, yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> that, that, that for me, it's just the good news that at least now, because there's not going to be any strike. And I hope wage negotiations work like that. I hope going into the future, in fact, that we can always find a result before having to indulge into uh, industrial action. So this was very, very important. Obviously, the agreements mean that as well, that Sibania has to do some compromises. But all in all, uh, I heard somebody, uh, there was a fly on the wall in that meeting, and I'm, I'm not exposing people. I heard that they were very smooth negotiations. People were very mature. People were listening to one another, and, it, and that's why they succeeded. And I think it should be a lesson to all these negotiators when it comes to wage negotiation terms to be very, very professional, to be very subtle, to be low at heart and make sure that the negotiations and the people actually uh, interest are heard and we can come to uh, uh, resolutions before we having to go back and having a, an industrial action which costs our, our country's economy quite significantly.